Hello, everybody, and welcome to the third podcast, the third Performance Solutions podcast, Finish to Win. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm here with Patrick again, and our special guest today is Milan. Uh, we'd like to remind everybody uh, that this podcast is brought to you by the Finish to Win book, written by none other than Patrick, who's here with us today. Um, so we appreciate your feedback on our first couple of podcasts today, and uh, we're ready to get rolling. So, Patrick just last week was at Formula Student Austria. Um, he was doing the business judging. And tell us about that. Did you see, what did you see? Anything you like there? Well, it was my first time at Formula Student Austria. Uh, it was fantastic because I, I thought it'll be, uh, I would be a design judge, but they <laughs> apparently found out that I'm running companies, so they put me in the business, <laughs> business part. And it was completely new experience for me at Formula Student. Because I, you know, we were trying hard to get the car running when we were <laughs> when we were doing the Formula Student, but I, I didn't do business presentation before for the Formula Student. Now it's a little bit different at our company. Like we're preparing with big projects and we're doing similar things. So it was great experience for me and, and learning experience because I was learning from the from the best guys in the and the Formula Student. Well, I, I saw, well, the best presentation I saw was uh, KIT. I was yeah. judging KIT and they won at the end. Really? Yeah, it was really, really fantastic job. Uh, I really enjoyed. And then a couple of German teams were incredible as well. But KIT was the best one. I didn't see your brother, though. <laughs> Unfortunately, I would try to help him. <laughs> judge electric or combustion business plans? Uh, combustion. Now both, both it was combination. Okay, okay. Yeah, and most interesting was the the Mexican lady. There was a team from Mexico at Formula in Austria. Amazing. That's cool. Yeah, right. And you're going oh. to Formula in Germany next week. So, it's just, yeah. just are you judging or just visiting there? No, I'm just gonna visit and enjoy the competition as an alumni. So I'll be at the Hockenheim ring this weekend. Um, I'll be with GFR, hanging out and observing as a fan this time around. But uh, yeah, I'm excited. It'll be, it'll be cool to root them on. Right. Okay, get back to the podcast with Milan. All right, yes. Let's not delay Milan any further. Um, so, Patrick, tell us about how you guys met, actually. That's where we need to start. Well, Milan was doing the t uh, for my student in Brno, Czech Republic. Yeah. We didn't meet there, though. We met after. He's a bit older than me, but not not too much. Mm -hmm. uh, I think I should switch the camera on me now. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, after the after his uh, former student years, he went to Skoda. Uh, Skoda first year in the in the um, automotive part, and next years he was in a uh, Skoda Motorsport. I think that was the time we met for the first time. It was a huge for me because he was doing, you know, the dream job of car engineer in a professional motorsport team. So I was very, very happy that I could could meet him. And since then, we somehow understood each other because we got the same interest in the in the this area of motorsport, working with the car and the driver, which is something we're gonna discuss tonight about the cooperation with the drivers, which is great. And yeah, last time I saw him was when I was in Spain 
he visited me in, in Mataro because he had a test there at M Sport, which is his current employer, which is amazing thing that a uh, Czech guy is able to work at the professional level of WRC cars. So now he's working with, with the stars like Ogier, Tanak or Evans, which is really fantastic. And yeah, Milan, can you add anything? Yeah, I can uh, add uh, to the meeting. Uh, the first time we met, I think it was in uh, Moravia. So, so there was some uh, wine involved, I suppose. <laughs> and, uh, I, I can remember uh, uh, some guy completely strange to me, but immediately in I think 10-15 minutes we were fully in the conversation about uh, roll centers and roll stiffness, roll distribution, and uh, I uh, I realized that uh, he's getting the same question I had uh, when I was in a Formula student, and uh, I was really happy to meet him and. Uh, Somehow we stayed in contact, and I think so already three, four years are somehow seeing each other. Not so often as I would like, maybe, but uh, I hope to improve it in the future, I suppose. <laughs> well, we'll try hard. We know we, we need to make more money to be able to travel at our own without the <laughs> without the team, and oh, we can go for a somewhere. Uh, for sure, I want to say that uh, I was very happy to meet you then because uh, it uh, somehow showed that what we did in Formula Student uh, in Brno uh, makes sense that, uh, to start a team and to let's see the past the passion. This was, this was uh, I think, the best thing I learned uh, at the time. Yeah, that's that's true because I need to say that is a always the big big thank you to guys who started the team in Brno. Now the first year it, it's I think the most most difficult to start and to do and then it's all, only easier because of the other partners and even the cooperation with the school with the university it's, it's getting easier and easier but someone have to start and it's always the most difficult step you know the first one and also Milan did some review of my book last year which is Another, another, um, I'd say, thing I need to uh, to to say thank you for it because he he gave me um, the braveness maybe to publish this thing. <laughs> <laughs> the courage, yeah, yeah, the courage. Thank you. Sorry for 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 the. No, but no, it was not. Review, I would say. I'm sorry. It was not so positive. Review. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But you know, you need to to be criticized. To, to be able to improve. Is that a Kimi Raikkonen yeah. shirt you got on? Sorry, I'm going yeah, off yeah, topic. Yeah, that's, that's the, that's the t-shirt. <laughs> that's cool. It's, it's present from myself to myself <laughs> <laughs> when I did a bachelor degree. So, yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. Okay, Milan, we're going to put you on the spot with a tough question right away. What makes you different than anyone in your industry right now? Well, Quite difficult question as well, but uh, yeah, I don't know if it's uh, if it's intentional or uh, if I'm doing it somehow subconscious. But I learned that I'm I tend to do things which are uh, which uh, which I fear most. For example, 
Uh, I'm really afraid of heights. Uh, I was never climbing to any tree. You know, I, I always stayed uh, safe on ground. Uh, but at some point, uh, I wanted to go to Canada to to do some high-rise work. Uh, I wanted to go abroad, so I looked for something, and this was the possibility. But can you imagine that you cannot climb a tree, and now you go to Canada to work on high-rise buildings, like 50 meters high? Uh, I was really afraid to start, and uh, half a day to, to decide. And I decided that I, I want to go. And uh, it was not that I was very happy about this, uh, the decision. <laughs> it somehow all right and uh, i was very curious and i said to myself well i will fly there for uh, 14 hours and uh it will cost me some money so no way that i will go back because i'm i'm scared and uh somehow this this pattern occurs more uh, in my life uh i was afraid to speak english i was afraid to travel on my own uh, well now i'm living in Emsport, uh, in, uh, in cambria so yeah i think this makes me different uh, that uh, i do things which i fear most i i love it i love it because this is something i see usually the guys who are very successful and very inspirative is that word is it correct ryan inspirative uh inspirational inspirational thing or inspiring you could say inspiring okay that's it we got a little english english lesson here uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah this is a common pattern that guys like you and i i really appreciate it because i think the ryan is the same example he just moved to, to germany on his own to work there and yeah i tried the same thing with spain so yeah i i really appreciate this this answer great one yeah it seems like what you said, the people that make things happen in the world are the ones that have to go against all their preconceived notions and fears and just go for it, go out on a limb, pun intended there. <laughs> if you are afraid to speak on public, uh, do podcast. <laughs> if, you yeah. are afraid to, if you are afraid to uh, lead people, then uh, found Formula Student Team. <laughs> so, exactly. Yeah, if you be, if you stay stay scared in a corner, you will be scared forever. If you try to overcome it, you may succeed. You may not, but so far it worked well for me. <laughs> yeah. Great. So we, you mentioned the uh, formula student. I think that this is our our common story so I think we should should start the conversation there so Ryan what's the first question about the formula student world yeah so Milan what advice would you give to yourself at the start of your formula student career at TU Brno hmm. uh, definitely and I think uh, my friends would agree that uh, Thing which I should know at start is that I would I should not believe people 
what they say, but what they do. Because many people will promise you that they will do many things, but uh, it's just worse. Until you see what they do, or until you see some progress, until you see that they try to do it, then uh, then don't believe what they say. Because I think this was the biggest setback we had in uh, in start of the Formula student in Brno, because uh, we promised to ourselves and and between each other what we will do, what we will do, about uh, months past, and we were still nowhere. We had nothing to start with. And uh, at that time, we started to somehow form a team, uh, just people who were able to do something. And uh, we were like firefighters. We were, you know, uh, extinguishing the biggest fire at, at the moment. So uh, we were missing uh, frame because the frame is the first thing you will build on a car. We were missing the frame, so we sit down and uh, we, we draw the uh, frame. Suddenly you have frame, but you are missing uprights. Okay, you sit down and you uh, draw the uprights. So yeah, at that time it started to be like, don't believe what people uh, promise you because they usually don't don't, uh, don't deliver. But maybe it was just for uh, people choice. I don't know. <laughs> okay. No, I but, think, but, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, it's. Uh, I want to finish. Okay. <laughs> no, I think that's a common theme, not just in form of student, but also in the workplace. Even people that are getting paid salaries have the same problem, and you just can't can't rely on certain people all the time. And it doesn't matter if it's uh, if it's your colleague student, or if it's your teacher, if it's your lecturer, or if it's your sponsor. It's until it's uh, on a paper, until it's somehow in process, you never know. So yeah. you have to have your, your plan B. If you want to deliver as a manager, you have to have your plan B. Yeah. Right. My, my comment here is that I learned that only money I earned are the money I, I already used. And <laughs> only, only rally weekend or any race weekend what is sure it, uh, that I'll be doing is the past one that I did. So yeah, this is something similar, but it's getting better. I think I think it's also about the the, the people choice, and it's about the, how well you are negotiating at the very beginning with the partner. That I don't mean that you need to convince them, but you need to find that this is the correct partner, that you want to work with them which is very important. I think that this, this comes only with experience. That you, you need to somehow feel it or, of course, you need to be lucky. That's the very, very important thing here. But I, I think I learned uh, to read people better also because the Formula student. Okay, yeah. because, because in Formula student, you uh, don't have the time that you can choose uh, who you are working with. Sometimes it's just given, and uh, it's up to you if you try to find a way how to work with that person. So, yeah, even if you cannot choose people, the right people, yeah. you have to find a way. Yeah, you're not always given that choice. <laughs> right. Okay. 
So along this topic, Milan, what have you changed your mind about during or since your former student years? Is there something you used to believe in that you don't anymore or something now you believe in differently? Well, I think I will continue in the spirit from our last episode with Cameron uh, because before starting the Formula student, I thought that to have a good job, to have an enjoyable job, uh, you have to have a degree and uh, you have to study well. But it turns out that uh, the degree is just, just on the paper. And uh, it doesn't matter if you if you have A's, if you have a red diploma or, or a blue diploma. It's uh, it, it doesn't matter in the end. So I would not uh, uh, elaborate more on this topic as it was covered in a in the last the last episode, but okay, yeah, I think the the idea is the same here. Yeah. All right, we've got a great bridge here. The, for those guys who who haven't seen it yet, just just uh, watch the episode with with Cameron because it was a blast. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was a really interesting one, and it was uh, a cool experience and story he shared with us. So make sure you guys check out episode two of the Finish to Win podcast. Okay, we're going to move on to the next topic, away from forming a student, although it might be our favorites deep down inside. <laughs> so Milan, daily routines. What is your morning ritual, and what do you do in the first 60 minutes of your day? Oh, this, this changes uh, depending on what I'm uh, doing at, at that moment. I mean, if we are testing somewhere, if we are on a rally, or if I'm uh, back uh, in Cambria in the office, but uh, here in Cambria, if, if, I, if I say we are doing here in Cambria because it's more stable, uh, starting quite late, it's uh, 8.30 start, uh, which I'm not really used to. It, it's quite late for me already. Uh, that means that I have quite uh, a lot of time in the morning. If I uh, wake up at 6, I have basically two hours just for myself. Uh, what I'm trying to do lately to get up at six and I go to a gym or at a swimming pool, which is quite close to here. So my first 60 minutes will be will be probably gym or uh, running or or a swimming pool. Uh, then before I set off to work, I usually prepare uh, food um, because I like to cook. Then it's usually some uh, king breakfast. In full English or or some, uh, I like to eat myself regarding food. Nice. So, so it will be uh, some fitness uh, and and food for sixty minutes. Perfect. And cool. I've got another question because I struggled last week a lot with it. What can you do during the traveling with these tasks? What can you do when you're on test? When you're traveling? When you're somewhere not at the office then the, the, the not uh, an unusual day because i struggled last last week a lot as i went to to, to spielberg then i went to reshov in poland and i was sleeping only for three hours so i wasn't able to do my daily routine in the morning so what do you do during the competition oh, during competition it's uh, sometimes very dynamic you have a different schedule day to day uh, but 
but I treat myself uh, in breakfast as well. So. Okay, so, <laughs> so the food, food stays there. The gym is, is, gym is out, but food stays. So breakfast is important, Patrick. Remember that. <laughs> I, tr I try to keep this part uh, of, of daily routine firm <laughs> in my schedule. Well, that's, in that's interesting because recently I, I just finished my breakfast. I, I'm not eating anything in the morning. I'm trying to, to do the uh, the fasting in the morning, so yeah, it's different. But great, there's. I think that there has to be something you keep doing every day, and sometimes I just fail during the competition. So I, I wanted to learn something from you. But okay, breakfast is is, is good. <laughs> um, what is your what is your way to relax? Because the the motorsport industry is quite demanding. So how can you relax? What you do? Well, what you can do uh, in Cambria or on a rally is uh, is to run. This is the easiest thing to do. Um, I'm always taking my running shoes with me. Everywhere I go, I I take them with me because uh, it may happen that you have two hours delay. Uh, before you go to to the airport or something, and I like to just you know do some running outside. And uh, here in Cambria, it's it's like uh, if you are into running, then uh, you want to be here. Uh, as they say, uh, fellow running here is just amazing, just amazing. Like ten minutes from uh, from my home here, it's. Uh, you you drive there, you drive to this country and and you just stop where you like it, and you run some hill. You know I, I don't I don't tend to to plan my my roads or trails before I go. I just drive, and if I like something, then I run it. Uh, yeah, I think this this is this is a way to way to relax. But it's it's not just the running because I really really hate for example I hate running on on tarmac. I have to run on gravel. <laughs> uh, so I try to if it's not running then I try to do something uh, punishing for for the body something uh, something so exhausting on a uh, or something what you need to. So it takes your mind off of, of the work. For example, as I, as I said earlier, I, I'm afraid of heights. The second thing I would do in Cambria is climbing, rock climbing. <laughs> <laughs> and if you are scared of heights, I, believe me, you are fully focused on, on what you are doing and you are not thinking about work. Yeah. So, yeah. I, great. I, I, I knew that you will be talking about this, so I've got another question. Can you can you tell us how many pair of shoes for different gravel a termag do you have? Oh, uh, uh, shoes for mud, for snow, uh, for termag. Unfortunately, some mixed conditions. I have more shoe pair of shoes than my, my girlfriend for sure. <laughs> yeah, this is this this just shows how good race engineer you need you need to be. As you're preparing it even even for your running, so it's, it's fantastic a lot. As you know, Patrick uh, is the only contact page that connects me with ground, so you need to be <laughs> <put> on. 
Maximize that contact patch. <laughs> yeah. If you're lucky enough. <laughs> All right, great, great answer. Thank you. Cool. All right, let's transition into uh, the beginning of your career. Skoda Motorsport, tell us how you got there. That sounds pretty exciting. Oh, it was quite an uh, accident, I would say. Uh, I had already one friend in Skoda Motorsport and he introduced me. Uh, at the time, I was working uh, in Skoda Automotive Development, uh, Research and Development, uh, doing tire testing. Okay. Uh, but I was a little bit, uh, let's say, disappointed how, how it works in, in these big companies. Uh, you are just a small guy, uh, you are following instructions, you are not really developing anything. Uh, so I decided to leave. And uh, immediately when uh, I decided this, uh, my friend say invited me or yeah invited me for interview to Skoda Motorsport, and they gave me offer which I could not refuse. Basically, uh, they, they asked me what you want to do, what what you would like to do. At that time, I, I had no idea about rallying. I was never involved. I was never spectating. Uh, but I knew that uh, I would like to be with the car, so I asked if I can, uh, uh, if I can, let's say, have a six months trial in suspension. And uh, after six months, I got to tell them what I want to do because I wanted to uh, meet the people. I wanted to, let's say, learn the, the team what they are doing and to find the spot where I want to be. And uh, after six months, or maybe even sooner, car engineering is the way to go, because uh, you are in contact with driver, you have uh, a whole car, you are responsible for the whole car, and you are not just designing uh, one part, you are not uh, responsible only for one part, but you are the team with driver, and uh, you have to you have to work together and then you succeed together or you fail together. So the, the responsibility and the diversity of the, the tasks on a day-to-day -day basis you like? Exactly. It's the uh, most dynamic work yeah. in the team. So yeah. That's cool. Okay. What is your favorite, what's your favorite event or favorite moment uh, from your time at Skoda Motorsport? Maybe an achievement or something like that? Well, there is maybe one specific event. There are many which I really enjoyed. For example, my first event uh, as a car engineer ever. It was down to 2014. It was... Uh, I, I didn't know what to do. I was there with Sapeka uh, Lapi. Wow. He's <laughs> a uh, world uh, rally, rally championship uh, winning driver, or at least. <laughs> uh, yes, yeah, so it was one of the big ones. Of course, uh, first victory, first. Uh, First really in a WRC, uh, in WRC2 at the time. First win in WRC2. But I think the, the, the one which will stay in my mind is uh, Chesky Krumov, Rally Chesky Krumov in 2015. It was not a great 
uh, even for us, uh, was training a lot. We did some port changes. We had some mechanical failures. And just before the last stage, uh, we were 11 seconds behind, I think, uh, behind uh, our main competitor, Pech. And uh, I left the last service, uh, the car left, and I, I was driving uh, back to base, and I had no internet connection. And uh, they called me that, uh, that uh, the main competitor event uh, off-road, and we won by, I think, five seconds or something like this. Wow. It was, it was amazing because uh, the M4A in the team and, uh, and nobody nobody believed and suddenly from, uh, you know, from complete, not complete bottom, but of course, it happened and suddenly you are on top. So I think I think this was the most powerful experience, I would say. And it's my, my favorite event. That's awesome. cool. That's great. It, it reminds me of the story from Formula Student when we went, but it's the opposite way from the big, big happiness to big sadness. <laughs> <laughs> Finishing 11th in design presentation in Germany and then after next 30 minutes didn't finish the endurance. So yeah, it's great that you have something <laughs> opposite and weird. Um, of course I have also uh, opposite things, but uh, but it's better to, to speak about the, the most positive ones. <laughs> of course. and. Talking about the experience, about the events, what would be what would be the most important part of this experience at Skoda Motorsport? Oh, I would say the biggest experience or the, uh, the most I love there uh, is that at start when I started the car engineering job, I thought I have to study more I have to learn uh, learn more things uh, I, I need to know the car 100% and uh, I have to be brilliant on the technical side to to be the best engineer or uh, to give the best service to the driver but uh, with some release and with some tests and uh, some time this is this is uh, the technical side like part of the story, uh, you have to yeah you have to be a brilliant technician technician, but you have to be brilliant uh, in office and uh, in the even preparation. Once the test already is started, then you need to be more like psychologist, psychiatrist. You you need to you need to work with the driver on a on a on this side, on, on the mental side, you have to guide him. Uh, you have to decide when to give him more courage, where and when there is a time to settle him. And uh, I would say that uh, this is the biggest thing I, I discovered, or not? Yeah, I learned. You need to have the soft skills. And not to focus only on technical side. You, you have to you have to try, and you have to study a little bit of mental preparation. And, and it's not only technical; it's 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 uh, combined. And, and you need to be like a complex person. You 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 cannot like let's say I will be better on technical side, so I I can be less good on, on the 
uh, on the people skills. If you want to be great, you, you have to be somehow average at least everywhere. But it has to be everywhere. Yeah, no, I like that approach. Yeah, thank you, because this is a small advertisement for the things we want to do with our company, right, Ryan? We want to connect the drivers and engineers and improve the, the communication skills. So that's the reason we're trying to prepare the webinars for, for, for drivers. And I need to say that Milan is one of one of the guys who, who helped me to discover these things. Because I remember when we were sitting on a, at a coffee, I think last last year in Czech Republic, near my parents' house. And we were discussing this topic and he gave me advice to read the book Performance Thinking. And I read it immediately after. And it's a great, it's a great book which uh, teached me these things that I, I could improve and I hope that I improve these people's soft skills. And it leads me to another question. Milan, where did you learn where did you learn these things, you know, these soft skills? Because we are not teached, uh, we're not teach this at school, at university, not even at the uh, technical university. So, what is what resources did you use? Is it natural or or some some books, some some preparation, or some advice from others? Uh, I must say that uh, I consider myself very uh, average or ignorant on on the uh, side so i think I, I i've never learned this i have it natural uh i don't think i'm good at this but uh i'm uh, trying to to think about that you will read a book and uh, suddenly you will know what to do uh i, I usually uh, after test after uh, after the rally I try to think uh, what I did wrong or what I could improve, and it, this is the same with uh, with the mental uh, mental side. I try to think what I said to the driver and uh, how he reacted, so to analyze a little bit how it went. And it sounds like a bit of uh, self learning. So yeah, it's self learn. Yeah, it sounds like. You're just always trying to, to be aware of your actions and the influence on, on the driver. And like you said, it's kind of a, a dynamic relationship in that sense. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Ryan, can you continue? Yeah, so um, let's transition on to what you're doing now. You're at M Sport, and are you living the dream? Do you feel like you've arrived right now? Tell us what you're doing at M Sport exactly. Well, I cannot say that I'm not living a dream, but <laughs> uh, no, it's 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 not, it's not yes, it's not uh, no. If I consider only my running myself, I yes, I'm in a dream. Uh, if I consider uh, the job site. Then there are things uh, which I would like to do better, uh, and uh, I do things better as a team. Uh, but uh, yeah, I don't think it's uh, living living a dream, but it's uh, very close to to that. Uh, I think 
look, negative side on this is that uh, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm here alone. Uh, my girlfriend is back in Czech. So maybe if she's here, uh, it will be easier for me. I will have, I would have some uh, background. I would have some uh, moral support. Then I think it will be very, very close to living the dream. But, uh, for for now, it's uh, on on the on the running side. Yes, on, on the job side, uh, we have still some reserves to improve. It, it's uh, the thing is that uh, I don't think I will ever say that uh, I'm I'm living a dream. I think there will be always something to to improve or that I will complain about something. Yeah, yeah. Oh so, yeah. It's 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 eighty. 85% living dream. Yeah. <laughs> but it's very close. Constantly kind of chasing that last 15% of satisfaction somewhere. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So how would you describe your cooperation with some of the drivers you work with? Um, drivers generally tend to be very different and uh, and a very complicated persons as uh, everybody. But uh, uh, there are several types of, of drivers for me, at least how, how I uh, classify it for myself. There are drivers uh, who come to test to rally and uh, they drive the car, they give you the comments, and they don't care, uh, and they don't care uh, further. You are you are there for them, and, and uh, they are not caring any uh, uh, any know-how with them. And it's fully up to, up to the driver, uh, up to, sorry, fully up to car engineer to to the, the setup and to the thinking side. Mm -hmm. and, and there are uh, drivers who are fully prepared. Uh, they think about the testing uh, beforehand. They send you suggestions what to test uh, for uh, things to test. Uh, they write notes. Uh, they are fully organized. Getting know uh, how we uh, themselves. But with them, I feel more like a secretary. You just write down what the driver wants to do. I think the best. Uh, Best compromise. Best is the best is somehow compromise between uh, between these two types. Okay. For example, this if a driver, if I can I can have discussion with driver what to what to test uh, before, but on the on the test uh, he is not so aware about the time planning and uh, what you need to test and uh, all the items. So on test, I'm uh, I'm. Uh, I would like to be more uh, more in charge than than the driver. Yeah, there was a an IndyCar driver, Dario Franchitti. He recently retired, but I always remembered the fact that he would take notes after every session, and I thought that was really cool because that's something I hadn't considered at that time when I heard that. And so I, don't, I think that could be pretty useful. But what do you find the most productive in a driver when they're completely disconnected? Or when they're over involved, what do you think helps you get your job done? Uh, 
depends on situation. Uh, for development testing, I want the driver to be disconnected. I want to get him in a car, he drives, he comes back, he says uh, what the car is doing. This, But this is during development. Okay. Uh, different tests, for example, uh, setups before rally, uh, driver must be connected. He must know. He must be aware of what you are doing. You have to tell him what you are doing, and uh, and he needs to be aware of what you are doing. So it's, the job will be done. Uh, different driver in different in different different situation. So for example, uh, I can uh, uh, EP or Pontus in Skoda. Uh, they were taught and, and they learned how to how to do these development tests. Uh, they went and they did the job and they gave they come there and they gave comments. And uh, the development with them was very easy because we are not uh, discussing with them about the uh, setup too much and uh, and the uh, job was done. Uh, for example, uh, on a pre-event test, I really like approach of Elfin because he's keeping the notes, he's, he's fully uh, he's fully committed, he, he's, he's connected, as you say. Yeah. Uh, he keeps notes and uh, this makes it really easy because uh, because during the uh, you, you need to you need to have a conversation about the setup and the driver needs to be aware. So yeah, it's, it's really it's really easy to work with him because he keeps notes and uh, he knows what we did. So at the end of the day, we sit down. Uh, he ha he has his uh, ideas. I have mine ideas, and uh, then we then we do the, let's say conclusion together. It's it's not uh, on on any on engineer side only. On the other hand, during development. The conclusion must be purely on engineers. So yeah, different different uh, drivers for different situations. Yeah, it sounds like it helps when the driver is also having that same awareness as the engineer, and trying to have keep the dynamic relationship. It kind of takes both people to make it work the best. Okay, I've got I've got another another question here at. And the fifth topic, we didn't prepare for this, so hopefully it's going to be okay for you, Milan. Apparently, uh, uh, you're working with one of the most interesting cars in the, in, in the world right now. The WRC of 2017 is a huge thing. It was a huge change for, for drivers. What do you find the most impressive from the engineering point of view on your car? What's is something very different and very... I know what surprised you the most when you were working during during the year with those cars. I know you cannot speak very technical and very very specific about the car, but some general impression to share share the experience with these with these beasts. It's just uh, for me. It's just impressive. Can uh, can uh, transfer all the power on the ground. Is is just amazing seeing seeing these cars. Uh, going through uh, forest in a Finland or uh, 
or a, or a entire throat in a corset is just it's just mind-blowing you you never understand this until you are in a car it's it's not playstation it's like a fast forward playstation for you if, if you are not, not to use uh, to this so for me it's just impressive how the car can transmit everything on the ground it's yeah for, for sure r5 which I worked uh, of cars, which I worked with before. It's also impressive, but uh, but WRC 17 cars is just somewhere somewhere completely else. It's, it's really a huge thing for us. So, did you have a chance to to sit on the co-driver seat? Uh, unfortunately, not on a on a proper stage. No. No. Okay, okay, because it was like you're describing the feeling from your point of view. So, no, uh, it's it's not my personal experience. No. Okay, all right. All right, let's go to our last topic. Um, Patrick, we have a question on uh, Facebook. Is that right? Yeah, it's it's a question from. From our fan, I guess from India. I am very sorry if I if I pronounce your name wrong, but uh, Ruhul, I think, ask um, ask Milan or in, in general, if you can ex uh, describe which experience from Formula student you're using now in the motorsport industry, in the professional motorsport industry. Oh. It would be. What I described before, that you cannot believe uh, what people say to you. Okay. This is something what uh, use everywhere. It's not just motorsport. It's uh, also in personal life. You just have to see the action or process. Just cannot rely that uh, what people say will be will be right or they will do what they say. Great. So Ryan, we are getting close to the end. We got our last part questions. Can we start with the first one? Yeah. So we're going to follow along this theme of inspiration. So who inspires you, Milan? Hmm. Anybody in particular? Uh, <laughs> or what? Or yeah. I can think. Uh, I, I can think uh, about uh, two guys right now. Uh, recently, uh, Czech climbers they 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 climbed in uh, uh, in Asia. This Gashibrum one mountain. It was not easy for them. I was following them. Why they did it, and uh, I just admire the determination. It's just just insane because uh, what is the reward at the end? You just go up the hill and then you go down. There is nothing on the hill. There is no pub. You know you cannot get a beer on, on the top. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's just uh, amazing for me what what these what these people are doing. 
but they are, I don't think they are expecting something from that. It's just because of the feeling, because they feel that the that, that, that thing that uh, they feel right. So yeah, this, this is really inspiring for me. And uh, the other one which I'm thinking uh, right now, it's again from Climber's world. It's uh, Alex Onold. He's a phenomenal, is uh, famous for uh, soloing of insane roots. And I, I just can say that uh, at least please of his calm and uh, peace of his mind because uh, this is just incredible. If you are 500 meters somewhere uh, up above the ground, you are uh, hanging on your fingertips. There is nothing to catch you. If you make a mistake, you just die. This is. I would like to have skills to cope with these situations. Really. Sounds intense. <laughs> wow, this is this is something. It's great that we've got you know different people at podcast because connecting the motorsport and climbing world is something I wouldn't expect, and this is great. It's great yeah. and and scary, and, and it just showed me that that the life's journey, and you know you don't need to to fight for the top or for the some uh, award. It's just about the feeling that you are growing or, or going further it's i think that's that's something i feel from the climb climbers that they they following the journey that that's the most important for them i think the, the inspiration in this is that uh you you don't have to or you, you don't have to expect the reward it's just you are not doing things and uh expecting a reward before you do the thing you, you just do the thing because you, it feels right and then if there is a reward then it's just bonus for you yeah, that's I, I i think this this is the inspiration or the motivation which, which uh, these guys gave me this is a great mindset yeah this is great we can share all right let's go further ryan i think yeah. we we will stay at the climbers again maybe but <laughs> Yeah, so when you think of the word successful, who or what is the first person that comes to mind? Uh, might be a similar answer, but maybe something else comes to mind. No. No, no. It's honestly, at, at this moment, uh, nothing comes to my mind. Uh, not, a, not a person. Yeah. No, oh, sorry, I don't pass the question. <laughs> <laughs> no worries. Okay. So we, um, so we go further. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Ryan. We'll keep moving on. Um, do you have any books or documentaries or movies that you find inspiring or that you would like to recommend? Hmm. I'd like to, as I recommended to Patrick, I, I recommended this uh, performance thinking. I guess this one, uh, of course, uh, this famous vehicle dynamics books. But uh, I, I will pause this and I would recommend uh, one uh, one book from uh, Milan Kundera. It's uh, called 
joke. I don't know if he's the correct English translation. Uh, in Czech. Uh, there is nothing big or a big idea behind this. It's just that I really enjoy this book and uh, I think other people might as well. Cool. Cool. So the last question, very last question, I would say. Uh, what is something you believe that other people think is insane? <laughs> well, that is not many things what you can think and uh, the other people are not already thinking it but uh, <laughs> it's pretty rare these days huh yeah but uh, honestly sometimes if, when I have my uh, spiritual moment I I like to to think that uh, our world or our whole universe is just uh, one atom one particle in some completely different world you know that uh, our whole universe is just uh, one particle of somebody's breakfast or uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's really interesting and, and, and you start to and you start to you know grow bigger what for example uh, what the other universe is you know and yeah. it, it, <laughs> you wonder what the next couple steps might be. Exactly. Yeah. No, I, I think that's interesting. I don't think you're the only one that that thinks that sometimes. I've definitely had that thought cross my mind before too. Okay, you're insane, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I'm joking. <laughs> I'm joking. <laughs> awesome. So that's it. Yeah. That'll wrap up our third podcast uh, here on Finish to Win. Um, thank you guys for watching. Comment with anything that comes to your mind. Like the video. Share it, please. Um, thank you, Milan, for coming on today. Um, covered some good topics with uh, driving and cooperation and stuff like that. That was cool. Uh, Patrick, anything else from your end? Uh, yes. Thank you, Milan. Thank you, Milana in Czech. You cool. It was great. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it because you're pretty busy there in the UK. I hope to see you soon. And if you got anything to finish up this recording, please, it's your time. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. Uh, it was a pleasure. I'll be following you in the next episodes, I suppose. Cool. I'm, I'm, always, I'm always listening when I'm traveling somewhere. So. For sure, it will be in my playlist. <laughs> awesome. Thanks again for coming on. And everybody, remember to check out the Finish to Win book. It's on Amazon. It's at finishtowin.com. And this was the third Performance Solutions podcast. Thank you, guys. <laughs>